It is indeed a very big news week. Amazon Prime Day is currently going on, and there are just so many insane and ridiculous Nintendo Switch deals. All the talk recently has been Nintendo Switch 2 and Nintendo Switch Pro. I'm gonna break down these rumors and myth bust. Apart from that, there's so much Pokemon news, sprinkles of Pikmin news, all Nintendo, it's stacked. Well, guys, we're back, and when we're back, we bring it big, and when we bring it big, we bring it on the Mario Matter episode number 46. Hope you all are well. We're actually almost at episode 50. I did not realize this. Uh, what should we do for episode 50? We could, we could, uh, we could bring you more news. I mean... <laughs> I don't control the news. I'm just the news guy. Anyways, welcome back. We have a whole lot of stuff for you today. I mean, notes were long here. We got a lot of stuff. We have things such as Prime Day. Amazon Prime Day is going on. Switch games are half off. Crazy deals. We'll get into all of the deals later on in the podcast. Nintendo Switch 2. I'm not going to sit here and go, oh my gosh, guys, it's happening. I'm here to talk about these rumors that have been going on and why you A, can't trust them and B, why they won't happen. I want to discuss it in a segment. It's just like a bunch of baloney. It's like you see it. Oh my gosh, Nintendo Switch 2. It's not happening. At least it doesn't look like it. And if it does, I'll be shocked. But one of the actual rumors that have come out might be true in a different way. We'll, we'll discuss that. In a segment later on, we have the headline segment coming up where we have Tears of the Kingdom news. A lot of Pokemon news, a bit of Pikmin news. Let's go ahead, let's get into all of the headlines news. Let's not delay what you want to hear. Let's go. So, here is the headline segment. And if you do not know how this segment is going to work, basically we go through all mini bits, not mini, but not like gigantic bits of Nintendo news from the past seven days. So today is July 12th, and so that would take us back to, oh boy, quick math, 12 minus 7, that is 5. July 5th it is actually right here. We go back to then, and whew, let's begin. We're kind of starting off with a bang here, all right? July 5th, beginning here, we have a Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom update. The game was updated to version 1.2.0, and it got some cool changes. Now, I say cool, normally it's like, you know, it fixes bugs and stuff, and that's not very cool. You can actually get free items in the game. We should do it on the podcast. I actually haven't done it yet, so let's start here. Here are the patch notes for the update and what all changed. First, by starting the game from within certain articles released on a specific Switch news channel accessed via the home menu, players can receive a number of in-game items depending on the state of gameplay progression or the location in which the data is reopened, there may be cases in, in which the items cannot be received. So, I assume if you're, like, in the tutorial, like, the first five minutes of the game, like the, um, what do you call it, the prologue? I have no idea. Like, I can't spoil, like, what it is for you, but, like, the first five minutes. If you're there, you probably won't get these items. But let's go ahead, let's actually do this with you, alright? So, if I take my Switch, I have not done this, I've not even played a Switch game in, like, uh, in like a week. Alright, so we go, uh, let me disable parental controls. The reason I have that on is to set a password on my Switch. If you enable parental, you have a password. Alright, so we go, You so you try to find an article on your Switch. 
The article to redeem these items is called Fun Uses for Fungi. Okay, so, so this was July 5th. Um, can I find July 5th here? Oh boy. Can I find the article? Is it like a limited time thing? So here's... Whoa, that was June 21st. Okay, hold on. Where is the article? There's July 7th. Um, I don't see it. Hold on. Find... If I hit plus... Oh, here we go. Tears of the Kingdom. I don't see it anywhere. Hold on. I do not see the article. Okay. If I have any news on how to find it, I'll put it on screen now. But if there's nothing on screen... I couldn't figure it out. Anyways, if you find this article, maybe it's gone now, actually. It was called Fun Uses for Fungi on the news app on your Switch. You can get a Hylian Shroom in a Soldier's Broadsword, which admittedly isn't, like, the greatest reward of all time. Like, it's not insane, I'd say, but it's still some free stuff. If you're into that, there's that for free. Once again, it may be gone now, though. Give me a sec to put my Switch back. Alright, Switch is back in the dock. Let's move on with this update. So that was like a general update kind of thing. You know, a very fun reward if you do update. Now, I don't know if they're trying to do that to make you update to, 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 make, to make you update so that you can't use some old duplication glitch. Like, I don't know if that's why they're trying to make you update so then you don't duplicate things. Um, but, I mean, either way, it's cool. Then... Additional fixes. So here's more of the bug fix kind of stuff. Kind of what you would expect out of an update for a game. <sighs> Fixed an issue where players could not progress beyond a certain point in the main quest, a mystery in the depths, and secret of the ring ruins. The side adventures, Hateno... Am I, am I, am I saying that right? Hateno, 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 right? Village Research Lab and Lure Lin Village Restoration Project. I pray I'm saying these right. I've played the game, and I know, like, I recognize these words, but, like, I never, like, you know, have heard them being said. So, you know, there's probably some... I mean, I think I said it right. The Shrine Quest, Dying to Find It, and the Side Quest, Village Attacked by Pirates. That was a fun one. The Incomplete Stable, and Seeking the Pirate Hideout. So... A bunch of issues went on in these quests. They're all fixed now. Uh, downloading the update will allow players to proceed past that point. Now, if you're having trouble, which, you know, maybe you were, maybe you weren't, you're all good now. Fixed an issue preventing fairies from appearing under certain conditions when they originally should have appeared. So, you know, you're just going, you're, tr you're trying to find a fairy and they just don't appear. So, <laughs> now they will appear. That's all fixed. Fixed an issue, preventing the meals provided by Kiana of Lurlin Village from changing under certain conditions, and also several issues have been addressed to improve the gameplay experience, which just means, you know, they fixed a bunch of things, but very, very small things, like nothing that, you know, really need, need, that needed to be addressed or, you know, I guess reported about, so... That's fixed, and Tears of the Kingdom gets its 1.2.0 update. Hopefully, the next time, or the one after that, or the one after that, we talk about Tears of the Kingdom updates. We talk about the game getting DLC. I'm not trying to demand DLC right now. It's been like, what? Actually, today, July 12th, is two months of the game being out. So, I'm not demanding DLC um, 
after two months, but hopefully soon we do get DLC. Take your time though, because it, 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 it has to be good. I'd rather wait until next year to have DLC than have DLC rushed out now. Anyways, then I thought this was pretty cool, this, this next piece of news here. Nintendo of Europe, the My Nintendo service, is offering Game Boy Advance posters. I mean, this is by far one of the coolest My Nintendo rewards. Like, if you were, if you remember Club Nintendo, Club Nintendo was a was an older, but in my opinion, cooler My Nintendo. And this is one of the closest, like, in terms of coolness rewards that you can get to Club Nintendo. So there are three posters in this little package here. You have a Mario Kart Super Circuit poster. You have a Zelda Minish Cap poster and a Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga poster. This is all one thing. So you can get it shipped to you. It is 600 platinum points, which is really not even that much. Like the Switch Online icons cost 10 platinum points. If you do all your missions and and do some tasks like on the my, my Nintendo site. It's very easy to, 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 to gather 600 platinum points. So it is one per customer. And as I said, one of the better rewards. Now, normally on the My Nintendo America site, you have to pay shipping when buying an item like this. And though I do not live in Europe, I cannot verify. Uh, some people told me that all shipping on my on on my Nintendo is free. I don't know if I believe that because then like they're kind of like losing money by by not having you pay shipping. So I don't know. But if I had to if I had to guess, shipping is probably around like eight to nine to ten dollars or so. You have to pay shipping on top of paying six hundred platinum points. Therefore, Nintendo will not lose any, lose any money from giving you these free posters. But yeah, a bit of cash might be involved to get your hands on them. But that's honestly, like, one of the best rewards. Uh, I would say if you're interested, get it now before they're all gone. Because, like, I don't think they'll be in stock forever. Maybe maybe I'll be wrong. But I see these being one of the more popular rewards. Therefore, not being up forever. So, there you go. My Nintendo stuff. Boom. Speaking of Platinum Points and Switch Online kind of stuff. And for our Animal Crossing fans, I said it before, but you don't really ever see Animal Crossing news in the news. Like, all the updates are done. I'm not even saying, like, a brand new, like, game update, but just for, like, a patch. Like, a version 3.1.794. Like, just a random patch. That doesn't even happen anymore. Like, Animal Crossing is dead until we see something new for it. So, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Switch Online icons have a brand new wave for July. So as you may know, Animal Crossing New Horizons icons for, for the Switch Online service are always available. They're always available year-round. And what, you know, the, the icons that are that are available depend on the villagers' birthdays. So there's over 400 villagers, I believe, in the game. You know, and all the ones that have a birthday in July are going to be available now in July. It kind of works like that. Then August, all the ones that have a birthday in, in, in August will be available in August. It, it, it works like this. So, all the ones from July have been brought back. They were here last year, now they're back again. But also, we have four new NPC character icons that we've never seen before. These, are, these ones are brand new. These four are brand new, and then the rest are old. 
We have four new NPCs, Flick, who runs the bug-offs. We have Nat, who ran the bug competitions in Animal Crossing New Leaf, the previous game. We have Pascal, who you'll find in the ocean, and Gulliver, the pirate version of Gulliver. So, honestly, I'm the biggest Animal Crossing fan you might meet. I'm buying every single one. I'm not, I'm buying every single one. I'm not kidding. I'm not joking. Like, am I going to use all of them? No. <laughs> am I going to, you know, flip through like, like, like five of them? Yeah. Like, it, it's six. So, I have more platinum points than I know what to do with, which I'm not saying I have like a, like a billion. I have like 2000, which is, you know, you might have more. I, I never even use platinum points, so I'll just buy all, all, all the Animal Crossing ones. I have nothing else to do. So, those are all available. They'll be gone July 31st, and then we'll move into the August uh, Switch Online icons. So, villagers that, have a birthday, oh, <laughs> villagers that have a birthday in August will be available. We have said this. That is clear. Look out for them and all the months after that. Then, here we go, guys. Pokemon Unite, Unite News. Now, I feel like Pokemon Unite News could appeal to more people because it's a mobile game, too. So, even if you didn't have a Switch, you could still, I guess, find this news valuable, you know? So, Pokemon Unite. Inteleon, the secret agent Pokemon, is now available in Pokemon Unite. Now, I've gathered some some informations on Inteleon and Pokemon Unite from the Pokemon site. Let's go through some details on Inteleon in the game. So Inteleon, to get Inteleon, it's going to cost you e either 13,000 EOS coins or 575 EOS gems. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, you have to pay for the EOS gems, but the coins you, you, you get while playing. I believe that's right. That's part of the appeal of it being a mobile game. And if you think of if you think of gems like Clash of Clans, gems, Clash Royale, gems, like gems are like, you know, you 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 gotta fork out the cash. You gotta hand over the cash to, to get gems. So that's what it'll cost you. The ability that Inteleon has is the sniper ability. It's level one and three moves are the tearful look and water gun. It's level five moves are the Fell Stinger and Acrobatics, level 7 moves, Snipe Shot and Liquidation, and it is strong against Scissor, but weak against Dodrio. So, it's been a while since I've played any Pokemon Unite. I forget what part of it even, like, I forget how the game even works. It's been forever, but for those who are still into it, you know, playing those Unite battles and stuff, Inteleon is out now. Go and check out Inteleon. Whew, let's move on. Guys, we have a little bit of Pikmin news, but maybe not the Pikmin news, news that you want to hear about. We have a bit more mini news later on for Pikmin. Nothing major as of right now, but here we go. There was a Pikmin 4 event announced for the mobile Pikmin Bloom. So, of course, Pikmin Bloom is free to download on iOS, on Android, on the smartphones, right? And now there is a Pikmin 4 event announced happening on July 21st to August 13th to celebrate Pikmin 4 releasing. Obviously, it releases on July 21st. So it's kind of a big celebration. And the event, of course, consists of completing missions, earning rewards. It's overall a celebration. Like, hey, you know, here's an event. You can earn these things. 
Pikmin 4 release good promotion and a good celebration. That'll, I think, certainly funnel people from Pikmin Bloom over to Pikmin 4. It'll certainly do that. So it's smart of them. Costs them nothing really. Very smart. Okay. So I, when I read this, I, I went to go and check my Pikmin Bloom app because I've, I've honestly never played Pikmin Bloom. And I was going to like sign up for a whole account. But, I mean, I just don't feel like doing it now. Like, I bring this to you because, like, I want to know, is Pikmin Bloom, like, like a really, really good mobile app? Like, is it worth playing? I'm not saying, I'm not, you know, I don't have doubts. I genuinely have no idea if it's worth playing or not. I genuinely have zero idea. So, if you could please let me know whether you're talking in the live premiere on YouTube chat, whether you chat in the comments down below, whether you're on Spotify and you respond to the Q&A, let me know if Pikmin Bloom is any good. I got to get into it, I think. I got to I got to at least give it a shot. I believe it's like a it's similar to Pokemon Go in the sense that you walk around and stuff. I might be wrong, but I think that's right. If that's the case, next time I go somewhere, and I'm in the passenger seat. I'm going to download it and just, like, you know, play it. So, we'll see. And then, guys, Bowser Jr., he's not in the news very often, you know. The last time he was in the news, I believe it was when Nintendo confirmed his age. And I think he was, oh, gosh, I, f I forget what his age was. Was he 13? Nintendo confirmed Bowser Jr.'s age. And, yes, he was 13. Yeah, so Bowser Jr. is 13. Anyways, why is he in the news? Well, a Bowser Jr. mascot, someone in this mascot, was dancing around, had their first performance, debuted at Super Nintendo World Japan. So, I'll show some videos on screen with credit to these Twitter users who took videos of this Bowser Jr. mascot just having a ball. I mean, having a blast. At Super Nintendo World Japan. I mean, it looks great, you know. I would love to be there. There's water flying everywhere. It looked very fun. So that is the first time Bowser Jr., I believe, was shown off at Super Nintendo World. That is at least what everyone is saying. So, word on the street, Bowser Jr. is alive. He's kicking. And I have still not been to Super Nintendo World. I gotta go. I gotta go. And sorry, I don't mean to, like... Make all these things like 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 you know about me like Pikmin Bloom you know I haven't played it Pokemon United I haven't played it I want to like relate these things to me and kind of talk more about it in that way because you know I think it makes it a bit, you know a bit more of a fun discussion here I just want to clear it up you know it's not all about me here I just want to clear it anyway it's July sixth we move on to July sixth which was that must have been a Thursday because today is July twelfth yes it was July sixth Thursday. We got the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass Wave 5. Not revealed. It was revealed in the last Direct on June 21st. But it was announced that the Booster Course Pass Wave 5 will release on July 12th. And if you can hear my voice and do not live with me, if you hear it on the video or, 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 or the podcast or wherever, if you hear me, it's out right now. So, I believe these always come out the night of June 12th. So it's like, today as a recording is July 11th. I believe it comes out tonight, July 11th at like 9 p.m. Maybe I'll give it a go. You know, if I'm not editing the podcast, I'll give it a go. We'll play as PD Piranha. 
We'll play on that squeaky track. We'll get into all the tracks and characters in a second. I mean, maybe we'll give it a shot, and I'll come back next week and let you know how it is. So, anyways, here we go. There are two new cups being added and three new characters. Let's go. Let's 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 start with the feather cup. The feather cup is being added, and the four tracks on the feather cup. One being the Koopa Cape from the Mario Kart Wii game, Los Angeles Laps from Mario Kart Tour, Moonview Highway from Mario Kart Wii, Squeaky Clean Sprint, which is a brand new course, and that is it for the Feather Cup. I'm most excited for Squeaky Clean Sprint. That that should be a good one. It reminds me a lot, and I sound stupid for this, it reminds me a lot of Chibi Robo GameCube. And that game had, like, a lot, kind of, like, a, a whole lot of, like, cleaning stuff, and it was, like, in this big, like, correct me if I'm wrong, the track Squeaky Clean Sprint looks like it's in a house, or, like, you know, there's a bunch of, like, wood stuff. It reminds me of Chibi Robo GameCube. It's so weird. Then, the other cup being added is the Cherry Cup, which will have Athens Dash from Mario Kart Tour, or Athens, I could, I could be saying this terribly wrong. Daisy Cruiser from Mario Kart Double Dash. Sunset Wilds from Game Boy Advance, which is Mario Kart Super Circuit. And Vancouver Velocity from Mario Kart Tour. That one was bound to come sooner rather than later. Vancouver Velocity. I like all the ones based on cities, like the uh, Tokyo... I'm so stupid. Tokyo something. There's a New York course. There's a London course. There's a lot of cool ones, but I I do forget the names because I don't play them very often. All right, and then the three new characters coming to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, the Booster Course Pass Wave 5 DLC. You might already know this as it's not brand new info. We saw it in the last Direct happened on June 21st, 2023. We saw it there, and you already may know. Petey Piranha is coming to the game. Wiggler is is coming to the game, and Kamek, or Kamek, in the direct, they said Kamek, I always called him Kamek, I'm gonna keep on calling him Kamek, Kamek is coming to the game, and those three will be there, it's great to see Mario Kart get new characters, we saw in the Wii U Mario Kart 8, uh, there was DLC, if you buy the D, if you, if you buy the DLC, you get Animal Crossing characters, and I believe you also get Link as well, um, and to see them have more DLC here and get more characters, it's very cool. So now we're going to get a Mario Kart 8 Ultimate where uh, it includes the Booster Course Pass. Because the Wii U DLC was included in Mario Kart, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. So now we have a Mario Kart 8 Ultimate. And then in that game, they're going to include all this DLC. And then we'll finally get a Mario Kart 9. So don't expect Mario Kart 9 for the next 10 years. That last part was satire. But, I do believe this will be the last bit of DLC. After Wave 6 is done, we'll have that. And then, I'm not going to lie to you. I think what happens with Mario Kart is they announce Wave 6. And then, after Wave 6 is out, the next Direct, they announce Mario Kart 9. But not for the Switch. They just say... It's in development, or so, or like show some 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 gameplay, because at that point, maybe the maybe maybe two directs after. So, for example, if the Wave Six releases in late November, I think you announce your next console early second quarter of next year, 
And then in the September Direct of 2024, maybe even earlier, maybe like that, that Summer Direct, you announce Mario Kart 9. I think that's what you do. I don't think you you let there be much time in between the end of this DLC and a Mario Kart 9 announcement. I don't think that you let it be that long or super long. Not more than like, no more than like a year and a half. That is a guess from me. I think that's that's pretty optimal. Oh, a little, little stuffy today. All right, then we move on with July 6th news. We have the Nintendo Switch breaking records in Japan last June. So last June was the best June month for the Switch in Japan. And the Switch last June, reported by Nikkei, sold, sold 300 and 80,000 units in a month. For a reminder, that is a an average of 12,666 switches every single day. That number is cursed. But that's a lot of switches. Now, what caused that? I'd say it probably spiked a little bit after the Direct had aired in June. But at... At, at, at that point, June 21st, there's like nine days left of June. I don't know how much it would have spiked to sell 380,000 units in Japan last in a span of 30 days. 30 days, you sell almost 400,000 switches in one little region. Or not little, but one region. That's just Japan. That's insane. That's actually insane. I have no word. 12,000 switches. Okay, I'll stop. You get it. That's the record. Insane record. I'm sweating. It's hot in here. Crazy record. Then, guys, that's that's all Japan news. You probably don't care. You're probably like, give me the American news. You know, sometimes I report on Japanese news if if a new plushie comes out in Japan because you can still obtain it. But that right there does nothing for you. How do I bring you the value? Well, I'll tell you this. I guess this isn't really American news or European news. It's kind of all over the place. Peacock, the streaming service, as you may know them, are bringing the Super Mario Bros. movie to you on August 3rd, 2023. Less than a month from now. So, I believe... Unless there's some random streaming service in some country that I am not aware of. I believe this is the first way to stream the Super Mario Bros. movie on, I guess, a streaming service. Like, you know, without buying it on, on iTunes or, or or Amazon Prime. Like, first way to stream it with, like, a subscription service, I should say. So, like, Netflix, Hulu, all that. Peacock, I believe, is the first. Once again, unless there's some random company that I'm uh, that I'm unaware of, mainstream Peacock is the first. So, to watch the Mario movie, Peacock has two subscription plans. You either subscribe for what I believe is five bucks a month, which really is not that bad. We go on the on the Peacock site, pick a plan, five bucks a month gets you new and hit shows, films, and originals. You can assume the Mario movie falls under films, live sports and events, current NBC and Bravo shows, 
and 50 plus always on 24 seven channels. And then you can also get 10 bucks a month. So their five bucks a month plan is called premium. Their $10 one is premium plus. So I assume if you're only looking to watch the Mario movie, you only have to pay five bucks. Really not much at all. So it's, it seems like a good deal. However, if you don't already have Peacock, uh, or if you put it this way, put it here. If, if you don't have Peacock and you're like a big Mario movie fan and you have a DVD player, that's a lot of like, that is a lot of circumstances. I would just buy it on DVD because like one, it's a great shelf piece. Two, it's physical. Three, you have the like special in DVD, like behind the scenes videos that are only on that DVD. I think it's much better. And once again, if you already have Peacock, God bless. God, you know, you're, you're, you're getting it already. But if you don't, I wouldn't subscribe just to watch the Mario movie. You certainly could save money, five bucks a month, and then cancel it right away. You, you certainly could. But if you're a big enough fan, I'd say get it on DVD. DVD. That's, that's what I recommend. But also, it is your life, and I'm not living it. So you make the decision that you want to make. Uh, I just feel like with DVD... Not only do you get it on DVD, but you also get it digitally because the official DVD gives you a code to watch it like on your phone, on your Apple TV, you know, whatever it is. So it's a really good deal. I'll let you decide though. Alrighty. Then guys, this one is insane. I, I couldn't believe when I saw, I tweeted about this one. Okay. Oh, when I, when I quote tweet something, it's almost always newsworthy and it's big. Is this is terrible? So we okay. If you saw the catastrophe on June thirtieth, twenty twenty three, of everybody one to switch, you would know like this game. It's it's not a hit. Like, can we go ahead and check its score on Metacritic? Everybody, let's type type properly. One two. Oh, look at that. It's a 58 out of 100. And a 5.5 user score, score, which means uh, most of the press gave it mid-reviews, while the users themselves, the audience, gave it an average of 5.5. There's some 10s here, but, you know, I'm not sure if they're trolls or what it is. But... It's not the best received game I would say they've ever put out. So, because of this, we have a stat from Japan. Famitsu has reported that everybody wants to switch has sold under 3,500 physical copies in the first week. Can we find a comparison? Let's find a very good game. Animal Crossing New Horizons first week sales in Japan. Pop up. Animal Crossing New Horizons sold 1.88 million physical copies at launch in Japan. One to Switch sold, uh, what's it? Three, un less than 3,500. Now, I don't know. Yeah, it, that's physical copies, so that's not digital. 1.88 million physical copies of Animal Crossing. Now, obviously, they're not the same game. You're going to be more hyped for Animal Crossing than you are 
everybody wants to switch. But I'm I'm just letting you know how bad that really is. Like it's not it's it's not good by any means. Let's search. I don't know what's like a mid game. Um, sorry, mid selling game. A mid-selling game is like Miitopia or WarioWare Get It Together. WarioWare Get It Together first week sales in Japan. That one did 72k! WarioWare Get, Get, Get It Together, which is like a... It sold like, I think, under 2 million, right around the 2 million mark. Sold 72k in its first week in Japan. Well, everybody wants to switch has sold under 3,500. That is, that's, that's a terrible number. That's so bad. It's uncomprehendly, uncomprehensively bad. I mean, I don't know how many copies this game will sell when it's all said and done. But I will tell you, that is atrocious. That is atrocious i'll leave it at that i won't go on about the game do you know what's crazy i own the game but i still haven't played it yet i have no one to play it with i don't know what to do so i I still haven't played it but uh i do own it i would stream it and i touched on this last episode i would stream it but uh people can upload like custom profile pictures and i'm not getting banned on youtube you know if, if someone does something so i'm not risking it but I'll leave that there. That is horrendous. All right, guys. More Pikmin 4 news. It's not giant because we are closing in on the game's release on July 21st. That is not this upcoming Friday, but the next Friday. So, so next time that I see you on the podcast, Wednesday, July, that would be July 19th. When I see you on July 19th, Pikmin th- uh, 4 will be three. Oh, I'm kidding, I can't do math. Two days away. From launching. So, what news do we have for you before launch? The calm before the storm of next week's Pikmin news. We have for you a My Nintendo Pikmin 4 set available now on, can you guess it? My Nintendo! It's 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 sick, right? So, we touched on this last episode. And we saw a picture of this so-called sticker set. But it, it, it wasn't available. It was not available at that point. Now it is available. And it has two 3 by 3 inch stickers. And I'll describe to you what these stickers are. And they'll also be on screen for our video listeners. But audio listeners, I got you covered. So there are, of course, two stickers. Sticker, sticker 1 has three Pikmin on it. It's very simple. A design with three Pikmin. It is a blue Pikmin, a yellow Pikmin, and a red Pikmin. They are all just standing there, you know, without a thought in their minds. Like they're they're they're, they're so empty-headed or like empty mind. You know, they're not. They're just like, uh, it's 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 like a mugshot. I mean, it's 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 questionable, but that's the first one. And then the second sticker is a lot cooler. It has the ice, the red, the yellow, and the blue Pikmin, along with the captain. I forget. Do we know that captain's name? I don't know it. I tried to Google it, but I couldn't find anything. They're all on Ochi, the space rescue dog, featured in Pikmin 4. That one's cool, and I'm not saying that the other one with the three Pikmin is not cool. That one's iconic, but the Ochi one is, is especially cool. Now... 
what kind of shocked me, I thought it'd be a bit more, you know, for somewhat decent sized stickers, I thought it'd be a little bit more. It's only 200 platinum points, plus shipping, which will run you like eight bucks uh, if you are, of course, in America. It depends on where you live, I, I believe, but for me, it's like eight bucks, and, you know, for my friends and stuff, it's like all around eight bucks. So, is it worth it to you? I don't know. I personally, while I would love it, I don't think I'll actually, you know, pull the trigger on picking it up. But it's out there. I'll leave the link down below to go to the My Nintendo listing. And you can buy it there. Get your stickers. I actually, do you know what is monumental? There's a, um, I have this, like, giant gallon water bottle. I put a sticker on it for the first time uh, yesterday. Uh, this is from a store. It's called, um, what's it? It's it's called Bucky's. I put a Bucky sticker on it. It's so sick, though. It's nice. All right. Uh, and for our audio audio listeners, it's 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 like a beaver. Is 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 that a beaver or a chipmunk? I don't know my animals, but it's some cool little animal with a with a red hat on. It's sick. All right. Now, then, guys, Pokemon news. More Pokemon. We actually have. Three straight Pokemon news. Uh, the first one is big. The second one is big, but it's niche. And then the third one is probably probably the biggest one. Not probably with, with no B in the middle. Probably the biggest one is the last one. All before July 7th news. So, let's go ahead. Pokemon Sleep. We got a trailer for Pokemon Sleep. And a beta is currently open. It's closing within hours if you're watching this on the day that, that, that the podcast comes out. But it's open on Android. So, honestly, I will say, I am a little bit upset it's not available on iOS. Because while I believe most of the world has an Android, I mean, there's a lot of iOS users. You either make it available on both or none. That's what I would think. Anyways, though. <sighs> now, we know Pokemon Sleep is launching late July. We know this. It's been confirmed. We knew it'd be this summer. Now we know it's sometime late July. So a beta right now, a beta makes a whole lot of sense. Now, you might ask, what is Pokemon Sleep and why should I care? Pokemon Sleep is exactly what it sounds like. It's a Pokemon app to improve sleep. I guess improve it or learn more about your sleep. Like if you make sounds in the night, you, you can you can hear them back. If you move or, or wake up kind of abruptly, you will know. It tracks your sleep and it knows how many hours of sleep you get. So that's kind of what it does. It's a very cool looking app. I do have one concern that I'll get to in a second. But anyways, as I said, Android beta going on right now. The link and instructions are down below. And then I saw that you're able to pre-register. Uh, and it said that you can do it on iOS. However, when I followed the instructions to pre-register on iOS, it didn't work. Like, nothing popped up. So, I'm not going to recommend you the instructions on how to do it because it didn't work for me. Why would I tell you to go and try it? I mean, I guess I guess you can try it. It said search Pokemon Sleep on the App Store and then hit pre-order. It didn't work for me. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it'll work for you, but here's my thing. So that's all good and well, guys. If you wanted to, to, to try the Android beta, if you want to try, 
you know, pre-registering, it's all in the description under the sources and links paste bin. It's all in there. If you're looking for the link, sources and links, and then it'll lead you to a rent-free link. Go there. All the links are on there. Here's my one concern for Pokemon Sleep, guys. Maybe I'm being like a like a Karen. <laughs> Maybe so. I've, I've always been told it was bad to, like, sleep next to your phone or, like, anywhere near it. This app totally encourages sleeping, like, right next to your phone. And I'm not blaming the app. I'm, I'm wondering, have I been told false things? Like, I've always, you know, been far away from it. And by far away, I mean, like, three feet away. Uh, but not, like, on the bed, right? It, it makes you put the phone on the like on on the mattress. It's it's a little concerning. I don't know. Maybe I've been told false things. I'm sure when making the app, they've had like sleep experts help, and you know I'm sure that they're all involved. It just like it just makes me wonder: is it actually gonna help your sleep? I think what it needs to be is, is if you do use the app, you you don't just silence your phone, but you turn off all your notifications, which a lot of people won't, won't want to do. You know, what if you get some emergency call in the, in the middle of the night? You know, you want to get that. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it, like, pre-mutes your alerts and stuff? I don't know. I'll probably be wrong because it'd be weird to launch an app where you have to have your phone on your bed and be receiving all these alerts, it'll probably help you sort that, that that all out. That's just my one concern when I when I did watch this trailer that they released. That's all though. Maybe I'm being a Karen here. I'm like, well, you know, don't don't uh, sleep next to your phone. You know, like maybe that's just me. Anyways, more Pokemon news. As we said, Pokemon Go news. Catching some Z's event has been announced for Pokemon Go. This will. I guess, happen, take place from July 15th at 10 a.m. local time, not a certain time, just, you know, whatever time it is for you, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. local time. Now, this event, you can find Jigglypuff, Abra, Drowsy, Snorlax, Mareep, Teddy Ursa, Sl Slackoth, oh, better, better pronounce these right, Wooloo, Muna, and Kamala will all spawn in the wild Abra, Galarian, Slowpoke, Drowsy will be in one-star raids. Gloom, Snorlax, Delcaddy, and Swadloon will be in three-star raids. Oh, gosh. Regieliki. Regieliki. Regieliki will be in five-star raids. And all players will get a Snorlax nightcap for free. And a Snorlax onesie will be available in the game store. So there is your catching some Z's event. I gotta work on my Pokemon pronunciations. Like I Googled all of them beforehand, but like even still, when you Google how to pronounce something, like there could still be a conflicting pronunciation. Or you look it up and then you forget how to do it like an hour later. Like that's kind of the situation here. Uh, but yeah, that event is taking place in Pokemon Go. July 15th, I believe, is this Saturday? It is, indeed. Saturday, July 15th, 2023, Pokemon Go. It's going down. Then, the one that you might care about above all the rest is a Pokemon 
Scarlet and Violet piece of news. I said this in a previous podcast, but it feels like every single week we get a brand new Pokemon Scarlet and Violet distribution code. And the one for this week is really, I mean, it gives you 50 fighting terror shards. Maybe that's super useful. I've not gotten to the point where I've needed 50 fighting terror shards, kind of because I've not beaten the game, but, you know, or really experienced much. But if you need those, there is a code that, that you can put in to the game in the menu to get 50 free fighting terror shards. What is the code that you might ask? It is courtesy of the Japanese YouTube channel After School Club. And the code is Terra Type Change. All one word. T-E-R-A-T-Y-P-E-C-H-A-N-G-E. Terra Type Change. That is the entire code. You put that in, you get a cool little cool little reward. So check it out. It's there. It's useful. Now look forward to next week because we'll probably get another code where you unlock some random item in the game. You know, it'll be real nice. Then guys, moving on to July 7th news. We have a rumor from a proven credible Lego leaker. Have you ever thought that you would hear that? A Lego leaker or a Lego insider? You know, it's not a territory that I'm very familiar with, but we do have a rumor from Lego Minecraft Goat, who has once again been, been proven credible that a Lego Mario Piranha Plant is, is arriving on November 6th. So they get things right and they posted on Instagram. Not a picture of the official, like, what it'll look like, but on their Instagram post, they write 71426, which I believe is going to be, like, kind of the ID number of the LEGO set. Piranha Plant Buildable Model, 540 pieces, $65, and releases on November the 6th. Now, if we do look at the 6th, that is a Monday, okay, so... I was looking to see if it would be a Friday. Uh, I don't think that matters for Lego, though. That's more of a Nintendo thing to release things on Fridays. <laughs> so, that's there for Lego. Now, do I believe it? I don't know. I don't know the guy. However, I've seen so many news people pick, him, pick up his uh, leaks and rumors and things like this. We'd only have to assume. And then if it doesn't happen, we won't pick up rumors from them ever again. Unless something went crazy wrong. But, you know, on the number one Nintendo news podcast, we try to bring you all the credible stuff here. And we always report on people's rumors that have some credibility until they don't. And then once they're not credible, we don't report on them. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying to, you know, be featured on the show, you, you know, you, 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 you have to get every single leak right. But if you're proven credible, like Puro, who leaked the entire Direct, you're gonna be talked about on here. Anyways, then after this LEGO rumor, honestly, that'll be pretty cool if that happens. We have a Mario Kart Tour update. <sighs> Can you call it an update? We have an actual update later on in the podcast, but we do have a brand new Mario Kart Tour, I should say, for Mario Kart Tour. The Pipe Tour has been revealed 
on the YouTube channels. We got a cool little trailer for it. This begins on July 12th. So if you can hear my voice, that is also happening right now. And it will end on July 26th. All tours last for two weeks. So not next time, but the next podcast after that will report on even more Mario Kart Tour news. New carts are available. New gliders are available. And guess what? There's always brand new me racing suits that are released within these tours. The brand new one is the Wiggler me racing suit. And then the next me racing suit will also come with the next tour. We do, we do not know what it'll be, but it, the next me racing suit comes on July 26th. You can see a silhouette of it on screen. I do not know what, what the silhouette is, but I, I feel like I should. I just don't though. So Pipe Tour, it's got tons of new tracks, carts, gliders. Go and check it all out. It would be way too much for me to name for you on this podcast, you know, which is why I'm not doing it. If there's a bunch of like little tedious small things, I don't all I don't always name it all, but there you go. Check it out. It's all on the Mario Wikipedia and everything. I can actually link I can link that below. If you want to see all, all the tracks, all the gliders, I'll link the Mario Kart Tour wiki where it has all the info down below. Then the free Pikmin 4 news. We have Pikmin 4 news. It's free stuff, guys. You can get a Pikmin 4 themed calendar for every single month for the rest of 2023. It's cool stuff. So beginning with July, you you can actually download a July Pikmin 4 calendar right now. I believe it is Glow Pikmin themed. Yes. So the headline on the actual... Nintendo site is pluck a free Pikmin 4 calendar wallpaper each month. They, they, they'll, they'll have a July one, which is a glow Pikmin calendar. I was correct. An August one, a September one, an October one, a November one, and a December calendar wallpaper. Now, I like these. I like them a lot. I like kind of being updated in terms of wallpapers. I like being festive. I like it all here. I mean, this is fantastic stuff. I can't wait for the December one. I hope it's like kind of Christmassy or like holiday based. But for right now, the Glow Pikmin one, I like it. You know, you can actually download it now. If I click the link, uh, it's taking me here to my Nintendo. You can get it for zero platinum points. Got a Glow Pikmin. It's so good. It's actually great. I'm going to buy it now. Okay, I got it. Now I can download it for PC, smartphone, tablet, all the rest of it. Fantastic! So that is out there now. Now the the other months, so for the other months, the August, uh, September, those are not available yet, but they will be. I assume on the first of each month, but that that, that you know that, that is me assuming. So I don't know for sure. The July one was released on July seventh, uh, so I don't know if they'll all be released on the seventh, but I assume the first of each month. You can check back with the link in the description, I'll link you to this page, and download all the wallpapers, they'll, they'll also be on my Nintendo, so you can also find them there, then guys, July 8th and July 9th, this is a weekend, now, I'll have you know, and you can probably guess what I'm about to say, Nintendo does not announce anything on the weekends, not Saturday, not Sunday, and if they do, it's not big, or if they do, it's really important. It's either big or it's not important. July 8th and 9th were prime examples of days like that. So the only news that actually does come out on July 8th and 9th 
are third-party pieces of news. So, like, a rumor or a other game for the Switch, but it's not made by Nintendo. Like, they don't do mu- they don't do anything on the weekends. So, I guess you can say that we have nothing to report. However, a big, I guess, topic sparked up on the weekends uh, regarding Switch 2 rumors or Switch Pro or... Can you believe it when I say it? Nintendo Switch Wonder. Okay, that sounds stupid. I want to discuss all these rumors... And as we said during the intro of of the podcast, we'll get to all of that in a later segment of the show. These Switch rumors. I'm not going to sit here and be, you know, oh my gosh, guys, big news, Switch 2 happening. I'm not like that. I'm going to give you what I really think, you know, about this and not hype it up because it's Switch 2 and I I want views. I don't think it's happening, but I want to discuss it. We'll discuss it later on. With that... There was a lot of cool news on July 10th, the the returning Monday. Monday is when things happen. It goes down. You know, you're checking checking your email. You get emails from Nintendo. Shop is opening back up, right? First thing that happened on July 10th. Uh, very simple piece of news. Very self-explanatory. Mario-themed Oreos have been released. So, about two weeks ago, we got the announcement of Super Mario Bros. Oreos. It was a, it was, it, it's a cool, you know, collaboration. They are doing that. And they have now released, as of last Monday, this Monday, three, two days ago, whenever you are watching this, Monday, July 10th, 2023, these were released. And I gotta say, I've not had one of these yet. But, are they just normal Oreos? They better be at least double stuff. I mean, it's a cool little thing. But if I get one of these, like... I'd probably just... Like, put it on my shelf. Like, I'm not gonna eat these Mario Oreos. They're they're way too cool. It's a collaboration that I would guess won't be around forever. I'd put it on my shelf. Not that you have to do that, but it's so cool. I just feel like if they don't taste like there should be a Mario Bros like a like a like a flavor. Do you know how there's golden Oreos and like mint Oreos and birthday cake flavored Oreos? Like there's there's got to be a Mario flavor. It doesn't appear that way from my research and from what I've found and from what I've been told. It looks like a normal little Oreo. Mario Bros Oreo flavor. Uh, oh, it is double stuff. Chocolate and cream variety. Why didn't no one tell me this? It's a, it's a, it took one little search. So, normal double stuff chocolate and cream variety. Well, why didn't no one tell me that? Oreo's site didn't tell me that. They didn't tell me that. Oh, well, that's that's just so rude. Okay, well, there you go. There's there's your, your little answer according to, what's it? Sci-fi.com. Well, that's just upsetting. <laughs> it took one Google search. What, what, what was I searching? I don't even know. All right. Then, guys, Pikmin 4. There's so many little pieces of Pikmin 4 news. This one might be the actual biggest one, though. Pikmin 4 and Kung Fu Tea are coming together and collaborating this summer. Now, we do not know what 
is in the works. However, we've been told to stay tuned for more information. I will say they'd probably announce something this month because you don't have that much of summer left. You have uh, this month of July, you have August, and then I think like the first few days of September. Alexa, when does fall start? In the United States, autumn began on Thursday, September 22nd and ended on Wednesday, December 21st. Okay. So, you have, like, the first bit of September, I guess most of September, but, like, you'd, you'd want to announce it soon, because once it hits, like, late August and September, people are back in school, so you don't want to wait that long. I'd say July is, like, the prime month if you're doing summer anything. Anything summer, you do it in July. That's just, I think, how it goes. That's prime summer. June or July, either one. So that's happening. We don't know much, but they put out a cool little teaser on their Twitter. On their on their Twitter. Uh hopefully we'll see some cool little announcement soon. If we get something, we'll let you know. Then guys, kids bop. I never really thought that I'd be reporting on kids bop. On your favorite and the number one Nintendo podcast. I I didn't see this coming. I I truly didn't. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, anyways. Kids Bop has put out a cover of Peaches by Jack Black from the Mario movie. When I tell you, I listen to rap, right? And there's a lot of auto-tune. When you listen to rap, and of course other songs too, but rap is a prime example of that. There's a whole lot of auto-tune there. I've never heard a more auto-tuned song than Kids Bop Peaches. I'll leave the link down below if you want to hear it. I can't play it for you because, of course, copyright. But link is down below if you want to go hear it. I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to have a listen to it right now. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's not great. Kids bought Peaches. Play. Oh, uh, that's not it. That's Peaches by somebody else. Peaches here. Like it. It 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 almost sounds like fake. It sounds like AI. I mean, it's like it's scary, bro. I don't know. That's weird. But Peaches is out now. Go and stream it up. Go and go and have a listen. It's 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 not great. You're. You know, like red red juices might come, might come out of your 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 ears. They, they, they might bleed. Anyways, guys, Mario Kart Tour. We actually have a real update. Not not a new tour. Not a you know little. I guess it is bug fixes. Not a new me racing suit. We can say that. Mario Kart Tour has been updated to version three point four point zero. We have some patch notes. Let's go ahead. Let's read them off for you. Let's begin here. First, made balance adjustments to multiplayer battles. Adjustments, and like, th this is what the adjustments were. Adjustments to how bonus points and combos are counted in multiplayer, and bonus points and combos do not accrue when you pick up a mushroom or coin that has been set on the course in multiplayer battles. So I will say, I don't play Mario Kart Tour, I have not played the the multiplayer multiplayer battles, 
but they're making changes. Whether you like them, you don't like them, whatever it may be, changes are coming, and I think it's pretty minimal, though. They're, they're only changing how points are calculated and counted. It's not big, so I wouldn't worry about that. And, then, and, and in terms of addressed issues, when you fire the pipe, you can get from continuous gold pass subscription rewards. There are times when the item list is displayed twice in a row. That's fixed. On some devices, it takes time for the drivers, carts, and glider screens to switch before a race begins. That's fixed. The volume of the music or the Waluigi Stadium course and its RT and R slash T variations is low. That's been fixed, but I do not know what it means. Something with sound. Then, known issues that have been reported and are now fixed. 1. If you've turned off the auto-rotate screen feature via your device's settings menu, the screen orientation will not change during races even if you've selected portrait slash landscape via the race screen header in the game settings menu. So it'll result, or it'll, I guess, what do you call it? It'll, it'll trace back to what your device settings are, not through the game. Workaround. Please turn on your device's auto-rotate screen feature. So if I'm on my phone and I want to, you know, turn on uh, rotate lock, lock, rotate, I turn it on, it won't change in the game no matter what I do. If you want it to change, you got to turn that off. So make sure, or turn it on, like turn off screen lock so that it can rotate again, you know, do that. Anyways, that is the Mario Kart Tour 3.4.0. <sighs> patch notes, patch notes, patch notes. Now we have a little bit more news until we get to the big boy segments. We got Pokemon Go. July 2023 is Community Day. It's going to feature a Pokemon, a Pokemon by the name of Poliwag. I mean, there's been a lot of Pokemon Go news today. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's some, you know, some trending topic right now. I guess it's always been going strong. But right now, Pokemon Go is trending. And we have the Community Day popping up here. Now, when does this Community Day happen? It happens Sunday, July 30th, 2023. At 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. So a little three-hour window, not very long. And essentially, from what I've Googled, it features one Pokemon who will appear more. And it's said that, the, said that these Pokemon are often rare. However, I don't believe Poliwag is very rare. So essentially, Poliwags will be around a lot more often. So look out for that. Grab your Poliwags, farm the candy. You're all set. Then, not a piece of direct Nintendo news, but a Switch game that is coming out that you might want to buy. And it's got a pretty cool pre-order bonus. So let's go here. Receive a free luggage tag when pre-ordering Disney Illusion Island from Walmart. That's sick. That's actually sick. You know, you see pre-order bonuses for other games like Pikmin, like Splatoon. Some are really, really cool. For Pikmin, you have a water bottle that uh, you can grab from Walmart. You have, excuse me, you have a phone holder from UK Nintendo. 
you also have a, a, a pin set from GameStop, which is not ideal. For Splatoon, you had stickers at GameStop. Not the best bonus when you compare it to like older bonuses. They're not all great. And while this one is a luggage tag, I think it's a lot cooler because you can actually use it and take it with you. So what is the game that'll give you the luggage tag? Disney Illusion Island. This game is set to be the game of the year. No, it's not. I think Tears of the Kingdom has already has already solidified that. But this game, I think, will be fun. We all know Disney Infinity. Disney Infinity was a game released. There were three different versions of the game. It was a Toys to Life Disney game. I think a lot of us have a good nostalgia with that game. You know, a good deal of childhood there. And that's sick. Now they're making a new Disney game. It's not like that Disney Infinity game, but... By Disney, Illusion Island. Now, I will say, it looks a lot like Rayman. It's a, it's a 2D platformer, and it looks really good. Now, if you're like me, for a Disney game, you don't really feel like forking over a full 60 bucks, unless it's Disney Infinity, because you got to pay for the figures and the base and everything. Great news. It's only 40 bucks. And I say only 40, that's kind of expensive, but like, it's not 60, put it that way, you know, it's great. So, 40 bucks, there are four different luggage tags that you can receive when pre-ordering from Walmart. One being a Mickey luggage tag, a Minnie, a Donald, or a Goofy luggage tag. Now, what you get is random. You don't get all of them, you can't choose, you get a totally random luggage tag. I want... Any of them, but the mini one. And if I get mini, I won't be—I won't even be upset. I, you know, nothing against mini, but Mickey, Donald, and Goofy are the homies. You know, I'd prefer those, but I can't choose, and I'll take whatever. So I am not in a rush to buy the game. Like I don't need it day one, even though I'll probably get it day one from Walmart. Like I'm not worried about you know going to GameStop and pay and, and you know pick. pick Picking it up that way. I'm not worried about that. I just want the game. I don't care if this comes one week late. I want the game. And I figured why not. If you're going to spend 40 bucks anyway. Buy it from Walmart. And get a free luggage luggage tag. Now I have considered this. Because it is 40 bucks. And it's a Disney game. I don't imagine that it sells. Like. Like a stupid, you know, some stupid number. Like a, ten, like a 10 million. I don't expect that. So do I buy it now for 40 buckaroos and a luggage tag? Or do I wait for it to go on sale on Amazon for like 36 bucks? And like save $4, you know? Because sometimes Amazon like, it like drops the price slowly. Like for example, like I think... Tears of the Kingdom was like $67. It's like they drop it slowly. It's actually very cheap now. We'll get into, we'll get into that later. But do I wait? I probably won't. I just fear like if it goes to like 20 bucks like a like a half off sale, I'm going to cry. I don't want to spend a whole lot of money. It's the same thing 
with Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. The game launched at 60 bucks. It's now 20. Like, dude, those people must feel terrible. I don't want that same the same situation. So I might actually hold off. I'll make that decision soon. Because it releases at the end of the month. I'll see. I'll see. I don't know yet. Anyways, apart from that, we have a little bit more news. Let's actually check my phone real quick and make sure that, you know, we aren't missing some, like, breaking news right now. I have everything on the list because we're at July 11th now. Let's just make sure. How are my songs, guys? All right. I believe we have not missed Anything as of right now, 2.18 p.m. on July 11th, they released a commercial. All right, well, that's not much. Cool. Our only piece here is that Build-A-Bear has announced a Sprigatito plush from Pokemon. This is cool. Now, how much will it cost you? That's that's the question, because we know Build-A-Bear's quality at least in my experience. We know they're, they're, they they make quality plush. How much is it? So, with the plush, for nothing attached, like no accessories, no no shoes, no, no sound in it, it'll cost you $32. But by default, when you go and find it, it'll cost $55, but it includes the accessories, the Sprigatito sleeper, which is kind of like an outfit, and the Sprigatito cape. So with those two accessories, it'll cost you 55 but with the plush alone, nothing on it, 32 I would recommend getting the accessories. However, it is a steep, I guess, you know, price for 55 bucks for one of these little Build-A-Bear. It's quality, but is it that quality? I don't know. 32 sounds pretty nice right now. And obviously, Sprigatito doesn't wear these, I guess... I guess accessories 24-7, so it's not, like, crucial. You don't need it. But whatever you want to do, it's available now. I'll link it to it in the description. And then, guys, July 12th, we have a bit of maintenance. So, on July 11th and 12th, July 11th, 10 p.m. Pacific Time to 1 a.m., Pacific time, there will be parental controls maintenance on the Switch. So, if you're trying to set it up, if you're trying to use the app, good luck. I don't think it's going to work. So, that is July 11th, 10 p.m. Pacific to 1 a.m. Pacific, which leads into the next day. Or, it is July 12th at 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. Eastern time. So, you know, it's it's the tail end of June, or sorry, of, of July 11th to July 12th. It's like right in the middle of these days passing. That midnight part. So, that's where maintenance goes down. Then there's also maintenance, not on July 12th, but on July 17th. But I figured we report it now. Because... We won't talk until after it's over. So, there's going to be maintenance on July 17th for Switch, 3DS, and Wii U online play. So, I'm not sure if it'll be, you know, shut down or whatever, or if it'll be, 
you know, just, you know, some services will, will, will be shut down. But on the site, it says Switch, 3DS, and Wii U online play from July 17th, 5 p.m. Pacific to 4 a.m. Pacific. So that evening, I don't know if it's all shut down or what it is. No real info there. That'll also be July 17th, 8 p.m. Eastern to 7 a.m. Eastern. So that entire evening, that entire night, you can't play online, I guess? I don't know. That's kind of weird because online servers are never down for that long. I don't... I find it hard to, hard to believe that they'll be down for that long. Like, like every single thing. Like, you, you can't even get in some Mario Kart game. I don't think that'll be the case. I think some things will be down. But not all of it. I, I could be wrong. Maybe it'll all be shut all, all, it'll, it'll down. I don't know. Anyways, that is it for all of the headlines on the Mario Matter here. Let's go ahead. We have two big segments. That's four. We have two big segments to get to. And then we answer your questions at the tail end of all of it. Let's go ahead. And guys, let's discuss Amazon Prime deals. Today and tomorrow is Amazon Prime Day. Can we please discuss all of the great deals going on right now? Let's go. All right, guys, we're talking about Prime Day, and I'm going to be changing the title of the podcast tomorrow. If you're seeing this on Wednesday, you're in luck. It is Amazon Prime Day here, okay? So, what is Prime Day? Well, things go on sale for a stupid price. Like, things are half off, more than half off. It's crazy, okay? So, I've prepared you a bunch of Nintendo Switch deals from games to SD cards, to accessories that I think are big, that you might want to capitalize on here. Now, I don't have every single one, but I will leave a link to check out every single deal on Prime Day. But here are a bunch of Nintendo games and items to use with your Switch that are on sale. So, let's begin with the games. I have seven games here, although there are more than that on sale. I have them in order from most to the least amount. Let's go through. Here are some of the Prime Day sales that you might want to take advantage of. First up, Tears of the Kingdom. If you have not bought Tears of the Kingdom yet, the brand new Zelda game, it has gone from $70 to a good old $50. It's just that much cheaper. 70 to 52 I mean, this makes me feel terrible because I just spent 70 bucks, and so did you probably, on this one game, and now it's 52. Less than 60. Okay, so that's out there. If you don't own the game, check it out there. Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury is 50. Pokemon Violet, 45. Pokemon Scarlet, 43. Why is Violet two bucks more? It's the same... I don't know. Maybe it's maybe that 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 one sold better. I don't know. Mario Bros. U Deluxe is thirty bucks. Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope is twenty bucks. Sorry, one more for for, for for thirty. Mario Kart Eight Deluxe is thirty bucks right now. Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope is twenty. Forty dollars off this thing. Now I believe it was already on sale. Before Prime Day. 
But if you check the eShop, I think it's still 60 bucks. So to be able to buy it physically for 20 is, I think, more than insane. I mean, if you just search Nintendo Switch for, for Prime Day, there's so many deals on random controllers, random screen protectors. There's Sparks of Hope for 20 bucks. I might actually buy that, you know? But, I mean, there's just so much stuff. If you search Switch games, what else do we have? Just It's it's a lot of third-party stuff, but the, the first-party games that you can find on sale are pretty good deals. So, you have those notable games. Then, let's talk SD cards. When Prime Day comes around, a lot of tech goes on sale. And you have a good representation of that in micro SD cards for your Switch. Now, I, I, I will say... Different micro SD cards have different speeds to them. However, I use an Amazon micro SD card, and I couldn't imagine games loading any faster than they do. Um, so I'm gonna recommend you Samsung ones. That that's that's what I use. Uh, it's a good price. I use it on 3ds. I use it on Switch and even Wii U. I use Samsung micro SD cards. I will recommend you that. And here we go. So Samsung, from what I know, does does not make a one terabyte micro SD card. So I'm recommending you SanDisk. If you look here on the video version, uh, I'm using a Samsung micro SD card converter. That's how you know that I, I actually do use Samsung cards. And guess what's in here? A SanDisk SD card. Uh, I think it's upside down, and it also won't focus. There it is. It's up. It's upside down. SanDisk. I, I recommend these things. I'm not recommending. I'm not you know recommending crap. All right, here we go. A one terabyte SanDisk micro SD card is eighty bucks, which sounds like a lot, but not when you realize that it used to cost one hundred thirty-seven dollars without the Prime Day deal. That's a steal. So if you want to hold so many Switch games, that's a good solution. A 512 gigabyte Samsung micro SD card is $30. That's deal of the century. And it was $45. Then a 256 Samsung micro SD card for your Switch is $18. It was $40. A 128-gigabyte Samsung micro SD card is $10. It was 20. That's probably like the best value deal, I would say. Either that or the 512 gigabyte card. And then if you just want a good old 64 gigabyte micro SD card for your Switch, it'll cost you $7 when it was $11. So you're not getting a major discount, but it's a pretty cheap item. So you wouldn't get a crazy, crazy, you know, discount. Uh, I think out of all of those, as we said here, 512 is your best value, best bang for the buck. That's so much so much storage for 30 bucks. That is a lot. So I would say get that maybe. But it, it, it all depends on what you really do need. If you don't see yourself using more than 256, then obviously you don't buy more than that. But 512 is the way to go. If you're mainly a digital gamer, you'll almost never use your full one terabyte unless you're buying Every single Switch eShop game, like every single one. Unless that's happening, you probably don't need one terabyte. And then, 
There are a bunch of cool accessories on sale, from carrying cases, to Joy-Con charging stations, to screen protectors, to game card cases, to controllers. Like, there's so much here. So much. I'm scrolling on Amazon right now. Here's a game card case. 11 bucks. Be here tomorrow. Headphones. 15 bucks. Um... An eight-in-one game card reader. I guess you like put a you like you like put a bunch of game cards in this one thing, and then you can switch with one button. That's twenty-eight bucks. Uh, a carrying case, seventeen. But like everything here is on sale. So if you're watching this and it's not Thursday or later, Prime Day is happening here. We are a news podcast. Prime Day is going on. Check Amazon and see if you want anything. I think the biggest deal here is Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope for $20. That's big. That's really big. It used to be $60. Is there a deal on Disney Illusion Island? Because I would snag that. No, there isn't. It's still $40. But a bunch of first-party Switch games. Go check it all out. Prime Day is insane. I just wanted to bring you these notable deals. There's way more than that, though. Check it out. And that is Prime Day. Now, if it's not Prime Day as you're watching this video, if you're watching the, the premiere, it is. If you're listening within the first day, it is. But if it's not, let's go ahead. Let's discuss these Nintendo Switch 2 rumors. Last episode, we discussed Switch 2 like dev kits being sent out. Now there's rumors about a console coming out with the game. It's stupid. Hold on. It's stupid. Let's just go. Let's just discuss. Go. Come on. Alright, guys. We have two very odd Nintendo Switch 2 rumors that I want to go over here. Now, I've stated this already in the podcast, but in case you're just skipping here right now, I'm not going to sit here and be all bubbly and be like, Oh, boy, Switch 2 is coming out, guys. Look out. I'm not like this. I'm, I come here to tell you how it is. I'm telling you how it is. I'm not going to sit here and hype up these rumors. Take these with a grain of salt. And if you don't care about Switch 2 rumors, I'm going to make you care. Okay, this is like... I just wish they would stop. I guarantee you... I can't guarantee you. They could be true. These probably won't happen. I guarantee you that, that it probably won't happen. So let's start with the decent rumor. You know, one that could be true. And then we'll get to some insane rumor that I just cannot believe is even like a thing. Let's start here. So, there's been a rumor that a Chinese investment site called Money DJ, never heard of it, it is of course Chinese, I wouldn't know of it, has recently published a report outlining the production outlook at Hongzun, a metal cases manufacturer and subsidiary of another technology group. Essentially, I've read this whole ar- uh, this this whole article from tomsguide.com. The working rumor is that this company expects to have their sales peak, like go up at the late end of 2023 because Nintendo plans to launch their Switch 2 around that time they expect it to happen in the first quarter of 2024 therefore it'll be announced soon and then later on their sales will spike 
here's the thing. The rumor is that they have official word that's happening. I mean, I don't know. I don't totally believe this. Our next rumor is weird. But this one, it's kind of just like, okay, we don't know that this Chinese company is credible. We don't know that they're not credible. I've heard rumors about there being a showcase this July. I don't know that that happens either. I just feel like, man, like if there was going to be a showcase this July, do you remember 2021's September Direct when they announced an Animal Crossing Direct was going to happen in October? Bro, they announced that Direct way far in advance from when it actually happened. For a Switch successor showcase... You would think they announced this, like, a month in advance. I could be wrong. They might, like, pull a switch on you and, like, <laughs> pull a switch and have it be tomorrow. But, like, I think they announced this way beforehand. And so that doesn't disprove this rumor. But it does disprove a potential July showcase, I think. I don't think a July showcase happens. Now, as for this rumor... We can't believe it. I mean, like, there's no evidence to truthfully back it up. There's nothing there. Just some company expects it. Now, could this company be referring to all these other rumors saying there's going to be a Switch 2 later this year? Like, if there's a rumor out there saying, okay, this is why a Switch 2 is going to happen. Will will this company be like, okay, I'm convinced it'll happen. I think our sales are going to peak. That could have happened, or maybe they actually do have inside info, and it's correct. Either way, we're bringing you the news, but I'm saying I don't believe it. So there's a very weird rumor for you. There's that. That one's okay. That one's like, we don't know how credible, but we do know if they're saying the Switch will launch in the first quarter of 2024, Nintendo has already said they're not putting out any new hardware this fiscal year, which ends after the first quarter of the year. So that kind of disproves this rumor that that the Switch 2 is launching early next year. So that's shut down. And then there's there's another rumor from 4chan. Can I, okay, can I just read you this, this rumor that has made its way online? I mean, I, okay, I'll just read it. I'll, I'll, I'll just read it, guys. Nintendo Switch Wonder launch date, October 20th, 2023. I do not mean Mario Bros. Wonder launch date. This leak says the Switch 2 will be called the Nintendo Switch Wonder. Along with the Mario game. That's like calling the Switch the Nintendo Odyssey because of Mario Odyssey. It makes no sense. Or the Switch of the Wild. The, <laughs> the Nintendo Switch of the Wild. It makes no sense. You don't name a console after a game. I don't get it. But here's the thing. <laughs> 
I don't know if this person meant to say or if this leak means that there will be a special edition Mario Bros. Wonder Switch that same day. That could happen. I could see a Mario Bros. Wonder special OLED, but a brand new console that is called the Switch Wonder is not happening. And here's how you know this leak is referring to a new console. They say this Nintendo Switch Wonder will release on October 20th, 2023, $400 for a 64 gigabyte version with no Mario Bros. Wonder game, or 500 bucks for a 256, you know, I guess storage console with Mario Bros. Wonder in the, you know, as a pack-in title that comes with the console. Super Mario Wonder will be Nintendo's first native 4K game. Now, here is what they describe the console to be like. New Joy-Cons with with Hall Effect thumbsticks. Joy-Cons use magnets to attach themselves to the Switch. 900p OLED touchscreen, front-facing camera, another one on the backside. The Switch dock works without a Switch connected but only to look at your game catalog slash Switch eShop slash apps like YouTube and Hulu. Switch can connect wirelessly to the dock. New Pro Controller with a small touchscreen. Switch cartridges can be inserted into the Switch Wonder for verification, but it requires an internet connection to download a modified version of the game. I lost brain cells reading this. Like, I don't think any of this happens. You think Nintendo is going to have a 4K Switch. It's not. I don't believe it. Next thing they're going to have is like 1080p, 60fps. I don't think they're jumping over to 4K yet. I don't think so. I, I think they're done with cameras. I don't think there will be a front-facing camera and a back camera, though I would like it. I don't think I don't think that happens. Joy-Cons use magnets to attach themselves to the Switch. So here's here's the problem with that. If they use magnets to attach, wouldn't they come off really easy or can you like lock them in? If you can lock them in, and then unlock them to take them off. Why would they even be magnets in the in the first place? Because at that okay, okay, look, at that point, if this Joy-Con is a magnet, okay, and I put it to the switch, and it's and it's on right now, it's on, but I have to lock it in so it does, so it doesn't fall out, and then unlock it, and then now I can take it off. Why wouldn't you just just take it off like like how we do it now? Hold the button. Either way, you're flipping a switch or, or holding a button and then taking it off. Whether you unlock this magnet or whatever it may be. I don't believe it one bit. I don't, <laughs> I don't believe this Switch Wonder rumor. And I bring this up and I'm talking about this because neither should you. I don't want you guys to fall into these rumors. Now, maybe I'll be wrong and it'll be the biggest shocker ever. But the Nintendo Switch Wonder, really? I don't know. It's it's a random 4chan thing. Thread archived. You cannot reply anymore. And it's just 
a console link. It's a it's a console. Oh, sorry, console leak, not a link. I don't think I believe it. It's anonymous. That makes it sound like, oh boy, it could be somebody who works there and has inside info. They want to be anonymous. Don't believe this, please. If we get Switch 2 news, we'll let you know. But these rumors are out of hand. These are out of hand. I'm done. I, I lost brain cells. I lost brain cells this segment, guys. Let's go ahead. I wanted to discuss it because it's like the biggest topic right now. But it's not true. It, it's it's just not true. Many YouTubers are talking about it, but it ain't, it, it, it ain't, it ain't happening. Anyways, let's go ahead. Let's get to your favorite segment of the week. Answering your questions before we answer your questions. Let's go. All right, guys. You know this segment. We just got done talking about Switch rumors that are the trending topic and... I can't stand them. We had to address them. But now we get on to some pretty cool stuff. You guys asked me, me, questions to answer on the podcast. We have hand-selected 20 of them. 10 from YouTube, actually. Today we have 15 from YouTube because there weren't many on Discord. So 15 from YouTube, 5 from Discord, but it's normally 10 and 10. And the first three are from channel members. So if you feel like you know you aren't getting your your question answered, you've been asking questions but it's not getting answered, you can you can become a channel member for as low as $1.99 a month. And by doing that, you not only get special podcast episodes, but you also can ask a question and have it be guaranteed to get an answer. So three people have taken such such advantage of this perk. And then we have 17 other ones. So let's begin here with the three members. First up, DD or DB, DB443 asks, if you had to choose one franchise to keep in all being lost forever, what would it be? What? Okay, so it's two two questions. So the, so the first one, choose one franchise to keep Animal Crossing all the way. Animal Crossing is my favorite franchise. I would keep that forever. And then the second question is, what do you do when you're not podcasting live or premiering it? So when I'm not, like, I guess, so as you're watching this podcast premiere, if you're on YouTube, right now, I am getting ready to go to my boxing and my kickboxing class. So that's why I can never be in the chat for these premieres. I can never be in there because I am always doing something and I can't really listen to, like, my podcasts all over again. Because it's like an hour long, and I I know what I'm going to say. So it's hard for me to listen to my, to my own podcast, just because it's not entertaining. I, I know what to expect. I know all the news, you know? So I am getting ready to go and do the stuff. That's kind of what I'm doing uh, while it is premiering. Then LegoFox69 asks, What Nintendo consoles do you recommend to homebrew? If any at all. So, which ones do I recommend homebrewing? Uh, I'd say most. I'd say the Wii. Because you can play GameCube games that way. So, no need to really mod your GameCube. The Wii. Your 3DS. Because then you can play DS games that way. No need to mod a DS. The Wii U. Not the Switch. 
the Switch homebrew must be very cool. It must be great. But I just wouldn't do it while the Switch is still active. Once it's not active, yeah, I mean, mess around. I'm sure it's been more... I guess more documented and, you know, there's safer ways to homebrew a Switch now. Uh, or I guess there will be in a few years. Sorry, I, some like fly flew across the dang room. Like, it scared me. I'm sure in a few years it'll be easier to homebrew. But right now I wouldn't do it. And you don't want to get banned off of online servers. If you get banned and you're in like a Switch family plan, I don't know for sure. But it might ban everyone. It's sticky territory and I just wouldn't mess with it right now later on maybe but certainly no pirating that's illegal uh, I can't encourage that on YouTube or on my podcast piracy is illegal but like custom themes are not you know if they were illegal you'd see so many people get fined for having custom themes but pirating is illegal I'd say mod whatever you see fit it doesn't hurt the console unless you do it wrong and not follow the guide doesn't hurt it so yeah i'd say 3ds wii and wii u are the three big ones then f100 games do you like capybaras that's how you say it right cap cap capybara cap cap capybara yes do you like i mean they're, they're 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 pretty cool right capybaras are pretty cool I don't mind them. I don't mind them. They're very cute. I feel like they they make a very good like a uh, Google profile picture. Like if you have a capybara as your profile picture, you're you're automatically like you know levels above. It's such a good profile picture. Like if I just search capybara images. Oh, I'm going to put it on screen. This picture, like, if you have this as your profile picture, you are levels. But, um, I mean, yeah, no, they're, they're very sick. They're sick. Anyways, sorry, sick as in a good way. On to non-member questions. Frickin' Chicken, 28. What do you think will be the next two characters in the last wave of the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass? I hope they add Funky Kong and Diddy Kong. Yeah, so the next two characters in wave number six. I think you just said my answer. Because I think I've been asked this before. And my answer was Funky Kong and Diddy Kong. And my reasoning for that is because you have to bring Funky Kong. At this point, he's so loved. And he's just probably the best character that you're able to bring. He's, he's kind of like a meme now. And then, like, you can't bring him and then not bring Diddy Kong. So I think that's what will come next. It makes the most sense. And also, Diddy Kong needs to make his way into Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Like, even even without Funky Kong, you need Diddy Kong. There's a strong reason for both. You bring them both. Bam. Sonic Guy YT is asking, What do you think about the Super Mario RPG remake box art? That's a good one. So... The box art, if you do not know, guys, is some of the characters, but the weird thing is that the background is all white. Now, I have seen that the all-white background is kind of reminiscent or a reference of the Japan SNES box of the game, and I understand that, 
But just because that's the case, it doesn't need to be like that. Like, you don't have to make a reference to the old box art for a remake. It's a remake for a reason. I would have liked it to be different because the white just looks... It, I'm sure it wasn't low effort, but it looks very low effort. Um, like, I could have made that in, like, Microsoft's PowerPoint, you know? Like, it's, it's not advanced. And then you have... I mean, you could have just made it anything. I don't think that the white will stand out very much. Or maybe it will because it, because not many games have a white background. Maybe it will stand out, you know? I don't know. But I'm not the biggest fan of it. I'll still buy it, you know, physically and all that. But I'm not the biggest fan. I wish it was different. Then Toasty Beanie 1477 What's a character that you believe needs to be in the next Smash Bros. game and why? Next Smash Bros. game, I think you need to have Chibi Robo. Now, all, you know, jokes aside, Chibi-Robo, don't look at Chibi-Robo Ziplash, don't look at any of the Chibi-Robo games. Chibi-Robo, he swings his, like, plug around, he has a bunch of, like, he had a toothbrush in one of the games. Like, there's a lot of things that you can do with Chibi-Robo in Smash Bros. There's so many attacks that you could, that you could kind of come up with. It's not like... It, 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 it wouldn't be a hard character to create. Not to mention, he's cute. He's very cute. I'm pointing back here because I have his amiibo somewhere. He's very cute. I'm not sure if you can see it. It's, 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 it's like behind this frame. Very cute amiibo. Or just character in general. And I think he needs to be next. Especially especially if the series is dead. If, it, if the whole franchise of Chibi-Robo is dead, you have to bring him to Smash Bros. Then, oh, here we go. Just Zelda Edits says, What's your favorite Smash Bros. fighter? So, my favorite Smash fighter is the Mii Brawler, and I have reason for it. I've explained this on a few podcasts, so, so apologies if this is not new to you and, if you and you've heard the story thousands of times. I began playing Smash Bros. on the Wii U and the 3DS version. At that point, they had introduced uh, Mii Brawlers me characters and that was the first one that i ever used because i was like i was like oh my gosh that, that's so cool i can use my me in the game so i've always used the me brawler and because of that after years of playing i've just gotten so used to the me brawler and that is why the me, the me brawler is my favorite i just use me it's the brawler i forget which move set i use but me brawler is my favorite for sure here we go uh mr man is pog says, when do you think we will get SMO2, Mario Odyssey 2, or a different 3D Mario game? I love your content. Keep up the good work. Thank you, thank you, Mr. Manus Pog. When will we get Mario Odyssey 2 or a different 3D Mario game? I think if we get it on the Switch, it gets announced or it gets released next year. Like mid next year or late next year or so somewhere around there if if it's not on the switch we get it like a few months after the next console releases and my guess for that would be 2025 that that's my guess yeah either next year or 2025 they are making a new mario bros game uh which is a good step in the right direction however it's not a 3d mario so i think yeah very soon, we'll have something there. Whether it's Odyssey 2 or something totally new. That rhymed.
that gamer NPC 3480. How do you think a Legend of Zelda movie would work? Like, where do you think the plot would go? Since there's a bunch of different stories, and how would Link being silent work if they go with that? Yeah, um, I don't think they're gonna make a movie on Zelda. But if it, you know, if it did happen, how would it work? I don't think that the plot would be a Zelda story that we know. Like, if there was a two-hour movie or so, I don't think we would know what to expect. I think they would come up with an, with an entirely different story. Like, for example, like, in the Mario movie, I'm going to spoil it, Luigi gets kidnapped. Like, that, that doesn't happen. Not even in, like, any kind of game, really. I, I mean, none come to mind. I mean... Maybe, like, some game that I'm, 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 like, you know, forgetting about. He gets kidnapped. But, like, it's not it's not a main thing. Peach normally gets kidnapped, you know? It's not this Mario story that you know about. So, I think it would be totally different. Uh, in terms of Link being silent, I think they could make it work being silent. But, I mean, some things will work. Like, I can make a temporary fix for a solution and it'll work but it won't be good like it, it it won't be good so if they make link silent i don't believe it'll be a, it'll be a good move i think you have to find him a voice actor if you could find mario a voice actor bowser a voice actor donkey kong a voice actor you can find one for link you can for sure find one korok dude do you think nintendo will stop making Amiibo, uh, eventually. They are pretty much the last Toys to Life company still going. Lego Dimensions shut down. Disney Infinity shut down. Skylanders shut down. Um, I think they do stop eventually. Now, I don't want them to stop. They, they are still pumping some out. But you gotta say, it was certainly a lot stronger during the Wii U and 3DS era than it is now. They make the Smash ones. But apart from that, there's not much else. Now, we did just see the Zelda and Ganondorf ones get revealed, but it's it just doesn't seem like a very high priority for them. And I think it's going to end sooner rather than later, as I think Toys to Life, like the whole thing, is just dying. And it's nothing that Nintendo can do about it. Like I think no matter how innovative they are with Toys to Life, or how many they put out, I don't think they can bring it back in in any way. I think it was just a 2012 to 2015 kind of thing. I think that's just like what it was. So that's that's I that's what I think. Now, once again, I love Amiibo, but I just don't see it working. I just don't. If that was the case and it still worked, none of the other Toys to Life games would have shut down. That's just my take on it, though. Um, Nico. La, La Luce, I, Nicola Luce, I, I'm not sure how to say this name. With the recent trailer of Super Mario Bros. Wonder, do you believe Nintendo will keep making more unique games for more categories like Animal Crossing, Pikmin, rather than making games with small differences to the previous games? So, like, will they revamp all of the new games for these franchises? Like, make it, make it totally different? Um... I don't think so. I think with Mario Bros, you kind of needed 
a brand new beginning because if you look at Mario Bros. U, Mario Bros. Wii, and Mario Bros. DS, like, while there are graphic changes and very slight art style changes, they all look relatively the same in terms of the art style and how Mario looks and how the ground looks and things like this. Um, with, with some changes, like, like, you know, Mario Bros. Wii to Mario Bros. U introduced the acorn and obviously a bunch of other different things too. And I just think the Mario Bros. franchise needed a whole new art style. But with things like Pikmin and Animal Crossing, I mean, you already see Pikmin 4 is recognizable to Pikmin 3 and Pikmin 2 and Pikmin 1. I think I think it's just a Mario Bros. thing. I think that the next Animal Crossing game, whatever it is or, you know, whatever it looks like, it'll be very similar. Obviously, some textures will look different, graphics, of course, but I think... Like the shift from Mario Bros. U to Mario Wonder in terms of, of in, in, you know in terms of, of of art style, I don't think will be the norm for new games mo moving forward. Then user O G eight U X seven L R one J asks, how long do you plan to, to to keep to keep the podcast going? Um, this episode like ten more minutes. Um, and in general. I cannot say. I do not know. Hopefully, hopefully as long as possible. I have no idea. Uh, there's not like a set date where I'm like, I'm going to stop. But, you know, um, from what I can tell, I don't see an end to the podcast. I, I don't really. Maybe it'll change in some ways, like 10 years from now. But, like, I don't see an end. I, I don't really know. I don't know. I don't even. I'm not even. I don't even want to. Think about that. I don't see an end. So I'll say until the end of time. User MK1. Okay, I'm not reading all these letters in a, in a username. What are your predictions for the future of the Nintendo Cinematic Universe? So like movies and stuff and cinematic. I would say they go with the Mario Movie 2 next. If that does very well... If it does well, and it's not a sequel flop like we see with, with some movies, you make one more, you make a trilogy. Like that guy said, the French voice actor for Bowser said, there will be a trilogy of Mario movies. I think that you do that, it's a cash cow at that point. Three Mario movies over the course of like, I don't know, 10 years. And then after that, in terms of like other movies and stuff, I think that you do make... Ah, uh, you 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 gotta pick another franchise. I don't think Animal Crossing has much of a story there. Not to mention they all talk in in uh, animalese, so that wouldn't work for a movie. I think Zelda should not be a movie. I think that you make that into an anime series, which I don't know if they'll be open to doing. I just think that is best for the series or for the franchise. What other movie could there be? I mean, I guess like a movie starring Luigi maybe because he's your second biggest character in the Mario movie. I'd say maybe you go a Luigi's Mansion route. Uh, you could go a Peach route. That wouldn't be as, that wouldn't be as good. I say that you make a Luigi's Mansion or a Donkey Kong movie. A movie on one of the characters that are in the Mario movie. So Donkey Kong, Bowser, Luigi, or Peach. Peach. You make, you know, a movie on... Any of those characters, 
I think it carries carries the success from the Mario movie to whatever that movie is because these are recognizable characters. If you have Illumination and Nintendo on board, I don't see how it goes terribly wrong. I don't think that it can replicate the, the success of the current Mario movie, but uh, it'll, I'd say, not be a flop. It'll be some pretty good stuff. I say that's what you do. Then, Cool Handle 245. Do you think that there is a possibility of a Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass 2? I have seen some discussion around that theory, but there really isn't any compelling evidence. However, I think it would make sense for Nintendo to do it, considering the success of the original Booster Course Pass. Um, I don't think so. I don't think so, because they'd charge another 25 bucks. I think... You know, once people have enough courses for a while, I don't see as many buying the second DLC for another 25. Certainly a lot will, but I don't think too many people. And then I think after that, it's already been, no it hasn't, it's almost been 10 years since Mario Kart 8 released on the Wii. Uh, Sorry, sorry, Wii U. And I think at that point, it's time to, time to, it's time to introduce Mario Kart 9. Mario Kart 9, I think, needs to be introduced soon. And it doesn't even it doesn't have to be like, you know, on the Switch. It can just be an announcement for the next console. I think they say, hey guys, Mario Kart 9 is in development for the next console. Look out for it. You know, I think that's what they do after the DLC is over. Then Um Shall we Shall we we back up? I can't pronounce some of these names. Do you think Miis will soon become relevant again? Something like getting their own app or a game like Tomonachi Life or Metopia. I think what what you do is you try one more time with Tomonachi Life. You bring it to you bring it to the Switch, and that's like a test. Like if that sells well, you know that there's still a fan base for Miis, and if it doesn't sell well and it flops, I think you might want to pull the plug. You might pull the plug there. I think they put out Tomonachi, and if that's a failure, yeah. I don't see them being around for too much longer. Then, Lavar, moving on to Discord questions. Lavar asks, hey there, Mr. Swizzle. As of writing this to you, oh, sorry, as, of, as I'm writing this, you just posted a new short saying your three favorite Switch games. So what is your fourth favorite? Good one! Fourth favorite Switch game. So for those who missed the YouTube short, my three favorite Switch games... Um, are Animal Crossing New Horizons at, at, at number one, Skyward Sword at two, and Splatoon 3 at number three. My fourth would be Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I was deciding between those four, and I cut that one out, which is, you know, it's, it's obviously a, a very great game. I just, you know, I guess I like Splatoon a bit more. I've been a fan of that for longer, uh, or maybe around the same, because I really picked up Mario Kart uh, when Mario Kart 8 released, because I was younger, I just, like, when I was younger, I'd play the, the third-party Wii shovelware games, like the Build-A-Bear game, and I wasn't into Mario Kart as much, Mario, Mario Kart 8 is where I really got into Mario Kart games, so, I'd say that, um, yeah, I'd say Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, yeah, then, Spider-Man India asks, I doubt that this will get answered, well, look at that, but should I upgrade my Xbox One to a Series S? I know this is 
a Nintendo-based channel, but I'm still debating. All right, so should you upgrade your Xbox One S to a Series S? I think you should. I have the Series S. Um, just saying, like, for experience, I kind of know what I'm saying here. It's it's great. It's phenomenal. It's got good power. It's fast. Like, it, it turns on so fast. Like, same speed as the Switch. Assuming that, like, you know, if you power it on for the first time, it won't. But, like, right, like, like right now, if I hit the power button, it turns on in, like, a second. It's so fast. So... It's got a lot of power. It's fast. It's a very, very good upgrade. Uh, I think the biggest thing is probably just performance changes a whole lot. Uh, the dashboard is about the same, which I honestly don't like. Um, I'm sorry. I like the dashboard, but I wish it was different from the Xbox One. And yeah, I'd say it's mostly a performance thing. So if you need better performance and your Xbox One's kind of lagging or it's slowing down or whatever it may be, I'd say, yeah, it is worth it. For 300 bucks for the Series S, not the X, yeah, I'd say it's pretty worth it, yeah. Um, here we go. Wait, oh, oh, I skipped a question. Loris Dude asks, Hi, M. Swizzle, love your content. And you always talk about how you love Animal Crossing, but what is your favorite non-Animal Crossing game? That's a good one, too. So, Animal Crossing New Horizons is my favorite... Hold on. Let's go here. Animal Crossing New Leaf is my favorite game of all time. Animal Crossing New Horizons is my third favorite game of all time. My second favorite game of all time is Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. So, that's the answer. The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD or the Wii version, I, I don't mind either one. They're essentially the exact same thing. So, yeah, I'd say, yeah, Skyward Sword it is. And then Hosam asks, since you're such a big UFC fan, how did you know? Did you consider watching WWE because of the merger recently? Love the content as always. Thank you. I did see the merger. But, I mean, just because they're merging, I, you know, I haven't found, like, a spark to watch, you know, WWE. Um, I've never really watched it. I just, I like the real stuff. I like the, the uh, real fighting, you know. So, I don't have much interest in WWE. It does look fun. I guess it's just not my thing. So, no, I have not watched it, but I did watch UFC UFC last weekend. Very good. Uh, the Hollow Turtle, final question, asks, would you buy a Wii Sports Switch port? So I assume the exact Wii Sports game on the Switch. Um, I mean, yeah, just to kind of preserve it and have it last a bit longer. Uh, I don't think it'll happen because we, we, we obviously have Switch Sports. I don't think it'll happen, but I would buy it. Now, for 60 bucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'd probably still buy it. Whatever price, throw it at me. I'd buy a Wii Sports Switch port. Anyways, that is it for the podcast. That is it for the Mario Matter. That's all. Thank you all so much for listening, watching, viewing, subscribing, rating the podcast on Apple and Spotify, doing all the cool stuff. We love you all. We appreciate you. Shout out to our channel members who are getting amazing channel perks like special podcast episodes. Uh, shout outs and videos, special emojis, follows on social media, signed newsletters from me, depending on which, which tier you choose. All 
for supporting the channel monetarily. We love you all, channel members, and also you watching out there, wherever you are or whoever you are. That's all for the Mario Matter episode 46. I'll see you all on the Mario Matter episode 47. Channel members, I'll see you on Mario Matter episode 46.5, which is a special episode just for them. I'll see you all then. Adios.